I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Millard bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. Today we are talking about something that we already visited actually and Ethan had the chance to go yes. and now he's going to give you the recap of it. Yes, it was just uh, a couple of episodes ago. It was last week. We talked mm-hmm. about a program at the Utah Museum of Contemporary Art. They do family art classes and I was so intrigued by that that I grabbed my kids on Saturday and we went to the family art class at the Museum of Contemporary Art. These are held every second Tuesday. and Saturday. Uh, pardon me, yes. Sec- every second Saturday. Thank <laughs> it's you. Tuesday today. Yes. Every second Saturday. And from 2 to 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's totally great. Now, what they do is they tie the lesson to an exhibit in the museum. Oh, that's cool. So they had this exhibit on moving images. And there was mm-hmm. this artist that used film in a kind of a multimedia kind of setup. And so you go down and you, pardon me, you check out the exhibit. You see, I took my kids down there. We went through it. And then we went up and did a project that was themed after the, after the exhibit that we had seen. And it was really a lot of fun. We did flip book animations. That is pretty cool. So they have these little, they used, they used, Post-it notes mm-hmm. that they reinforce with staples, <laughs> yeah. and they put a cool ribbon around it. And each one is—I think each one is has twenty-four pages in it. Each little booklet, twenty-four is the number of frames in a second in yeah. traditionally used in film. Mm-hmm. And so you do—they show you some things. They had all the supplies there. They had, you know, stickers if you wanted to use stickers, and and pens and pencils and markers and whatever else you wanted to use. And then they had. It was really well staffed also. They had four educators there that helped you get going, made sure you had the stuff that you needed, mm-hmm. and kind of they were always kind of circling the room, complimenting the kids and being very interested in what we were doing and making sure we had everything. It was just nice. a, a a super fun time. And so you guys all got to create your own story, right? Yeah, we got Just to create our own little flipbook animations. So what did what was your story about? Mine was a little smiley face that started out small and it grew bigger, bigger, bigger. Mm-hmm. And then it started to collapse and it was frowning. So when it was growing, it was smiling. <laughs> when it was collapsing, it was frowning. You know, I'm not a man of great imagination. Yeah. Uh, my daughter did a little tomato that bounced around and then rolled off the page. <laughs> she used stickers. They had these tomato stickers, so she used the stickers. Oh, that's fun. And then, uh, yeah, my son, I had a son who did this, uh, 
an animation with a stick figure that bounced up off the ground and then became a ball and rolled away. Mm. And uh, So creative. Yeah, yeah. We had some really good ones. And so, then you guys get to take them home, right? Yeah, and then you take them home. Yeah. And it's totally, totally free. Mm-hmm. Now, they do ask for a donation, for a $5 donation, which we abided. Mm-hmm. I did 5 bucks a person. That wound up being $20 yeah. for the four of us. No big deal. But they didn't actually pressure us. Yeah. They didn't say – I came in and I walked in. And they said, are you here for the uh, family art class? And I said, yes. And they said, OK, well, you just go down this hall and it's to the right. Mm-hmm. And I said, thanks. And then I brought up the donation. Mm-hmm. You know, So they weren't pushy at all. I said, well, uh, I'd love to make a donation. Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Totally great. So, yeah. That's been my experience at, at um, museums as well that only offer – or only – Accept donations as entry. Yeah. They don't push it at all. They don't even mention it. They no. just have it. They just have it there. there. They'd like you to do it. But, you know, they hire art students. They don't hire collections agents to run the front That's desk. That's so. true. That's true. So, but. It's I'm, not their job. They're not making commission off yeah, that's right. the that's donations right. that they get. So, you know, don't be afraid that you're going to be pressured or anything like that. Yeah. And they, you, I, I paid the donation with a credit card because it briefly oh. crossed my mind that I might need cash. Yeah. But then I thought, eh, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they took my card. It was a piece of cake. So nice. uh, I had a really, really fun time. And then uh, you alerted me today yes, to another program that I didn't know about. But Which, it's very similar very to this. Very similar. Yeah. Rather than being the second Saturday Family Art Day at the Utah Museum of Modern of Contemporary Art, there is the third Saturday – Family Art Day at the Utah Museum of Fine Art. I love it. I was so confused when I found it because I didn't realize that it was a different museum. Fi- yeah, I was just like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> what? What's so great about the second Saturday? They didn't even mention the third Saturday when I looked this up. And then, yeah, come to realize it's it's the Utah Museum of Fine Art, and that's uh, up at the University mm-hmm. of Utah, and their exhibits are closed right now. Because yes. they've been renovating the museum. But their cafe is open, their gift shop is open, and the classrooms are open. So mm-hmm. they have been holding their art classes, yeah, including including their family art classes. So even though the exhibits are closed, they're still holding. Uh, the one for this Saturday is very intriguing. And I'm actually frustrated that I've made other plans for this weekend. I'm hoping that my current plans kind of get rained out because <laughs> I have outdoor plans. I don't. And I no more rain. I I'm kind of hoping that if it's kind of poor weather, then I can go and do this because they're doing yarn landscapes. They're taking inspiration from mm-hmm. uh, these indigenous art projects and you're using yarn, laying out yarn to create landscape. Yeah. Paintings, not paintings, but yeah, they're you, calling them paintings. Yeah, which seems really cool. It does, and it I think that's really something cool. my kids would really. Really get a kick out of. Yeah. So you can go to, let's see, what's the website for? It's umfa.utah.edu. Okay. And uh, and then you just look up Third Saturdays. Okay. And then you and then the Museum of Contemporary Art is Utah MOCA, U-T-A-H-M-O-C-A.org. Mm-hmm. And that is at the Salt, it's not the Salt Palace, it's the old... Salt Lake Arts Center. So it's it's between the Salt Palace and Abravanel Hall right there. Mm-hmm. It's the little building. looks kind of like a mini Abravanel Hall. It's mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So um, it's there. 
And they list, you know, a few of the classes, the upcoming classes. So you can go in and check out the next few months, see which one or ones you're interested in. It seems really fun. Yeah. And I'm glad that you did it with your family. Yeah, I had a real I had a real blast. So if you if you're thinking about it, go and do this because they really are totally open, totally fun. Mm-hmm. Uh the staff do it running it super good with kids. Yeah. They nice. totally get kids art projects. It's not like you're walking mm-hmm. into like <laughs> a stuffy room full of elitists <laughs> who are going to look down at those. No, no, no. I mean this is this is I can verify this is a 100% family event. And it's you guys awesome. got to check out at least one exhibit. We did the whole we did the whole museum. The whole museum. Yeah. Yeah, and the kids, you know, it's contemporary art. So some of the art is challenging for adults and mm-hmm. so but there were a couple of uh, kind of aha moments for my kids because there were a few exhibits, some of the multimedia exhibits that they really kind of got. Nice. There were some exhibits on uh there were some exhibits that were related to you know, Black Lives Matter and some other issues that are heavy in the news, but my children are still, for better or worse, kind of ignorant of. Right. Because they're still quite for young. Better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. They got a lot of time to learn about yeah. uh, stuff that goes on in the world. Uh, but, you know, my kids are kind of budding environmentalists, and there was one exhibit, which was a video of these guys that rolled out this big piece of turf, and then they went around with brooms and kept sweeping garbage under it. And it was really inter- it was kind of interesting the way they did it, and so yeah. my kids responded to that. And, yeah, you know, it, it was fun. I I liked it. A lot yeah. of it went flew right over their heads, but I think enough of it hit them in the forehead. Yeah, that we'll be, cool be back. To see see a child's kind of impression of all that. Yeah, I made them cool. watch uh, a few of them twice. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Very all right, cool. Uh, let's grab a quick break. When we come back, the Salt Lake Bees are starting their season. So if you like baseball in the summer, well, this is the episode for you. We'll be right back. Welcome back to your Utah. It's the summertime, and for a lot of people, summer means baseball. That is the case here in Salt Lake. This week is the Salt Lake Bees home opening stand, which means they're going to play the next several games in a row here at home. That's how they do it. You know, they'll play several games at each mm-hmm. ballpark. And so they're here at Salt Lake uh, for the next several days. Seven to be exact. Yeah, they actually play two teams over the next uh, week, mm-hmm. the Sacramento River Cats and the Fresno Grizzlies. Now, that's not the important part. The important part is how much fun you may have uh, with the Salt Lake Bees this summer as an option for your family. Just this week, I want to point out a couple of things because they're actually rolling out some of my favorite ballpark activities this week for games. On Friday and Saturday, they're doing fireworks, which is great, mm-hmm. right, after the games. And on Friday and Saturday night, they're doing a post-game kids run. Do you know what oh, that is? Oh, I can imagine. They let the kids down after the game, they let the kids down on the field to run the bases. Oh, that's so fun. Isn't that awesome? Uh-huh. I just I love that idea so much. Yeah, and they you just let them go. You they don't go, get to do that at major leagues. No, <laughs> and this is professional. And this yeah. is professional baseball. And uh, you pointed out mm-hmm. that a lot of the players played in the major leagues. Yeah, how many did you learn? Sixteen of twenty-five for the 2017 rosters roster have played in the majors in the 2016 season. I love that. And all 25 have experience in in the AAA. 
So these guys are always bouncing up and down from you know the minors to the majors, mm-hmm. and uh, and so they're there, man. The Smith yeah. Ballpark. Get your kids out there; they can run the bases. Same bases Mike Trout ran. It was really cool. It's yeah. kind of a cool thing because you know baseball nuts are almost inevitably history buffs, like yes. baseball history buffs. Yes. There's like that that sense of place. Mm-hmm. So that's very very cool. Now. Uh, They've got promotions. You can go to the website, slbs.com, and see all the promotions. They've always got it pretty well laid out. And they'll do oh, yeah. they'll do the kids' base run several more times over the course of the summer. Mm-hmm. So you'll have that opportunity. And they've always got them clearly marked yeah. for all the different games. Yeah, all the schedule with the, the asterisks. Yeah. Yeah, they got all the little things there. Mm-hmm. So there's one other thing, though, that should be mentioned. This is something that Alex and I got to know real well on the Nightside Project, and that is the family night. Every Monday night, again this year, is Smith's family night. That means they're doing four tickets and four hot dogs for $20. Oh. And these are Monday night home games. Oh, okay. And it doesn't have to be a family. You can do four friends. Yeah. No, I've done that before. You've done it, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even realize what it was. Yeah, it's great. They call it family night, but really, you know, if you have 16 friends just by, <laughs> you know, how much is that? So four, four, that's 80 bucks Yeah, and 16 hot dogs and yeah, 16 tickets. I mean, you know, you, you come it's as a group. Great deal. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic deal. Go as a couple mm-hmm. and get the four tickets, four hot dogs for $20. Because as a couple, for 20 bucks, you're still paying less, yeah. even though you've bought two tickets each. And you each get two hot dogs and elbow room. Or possibly, yeah, two hot dogs each. Or you could donate the other tickets. I've done that before. Have you? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. So it's it's a very cool thing. Those are Monday night home games. And that is, I mean, I got to say, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better deal for family mm-hmm. entertainment around. I actually remember now how I got those tickets. How? I was going to a game with uh with a group of four people we just had regular tickets though mm-hmm. and we were walking through the parking lot and there was this family walking the opposite direction and she's you know she's got a kid in her arms the dad's pushing the stroller both kids are hysterical and then there's another kid trailing behind like, <laughs> yelling and she just like looks at me with these very i don't know sad eyes and she just goes would you like our tickets? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sure. Oh, they could. They were. It wasn't going to happen. Oh uh, yeah, they wow. were. They were leaving. It, they were done. So we took their tickets, mm-hmm. um, and we were we were just going to go buy tickets. Yeah. Um, like regular tickets, and so we got theirs, and then we were like, oh, we get food too. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. Well, it's not uh, for them, but for us. Right, right for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you make it there today. For opening night, mm-hmm. uh, they're doing a, a kind of a cool thing. They're having the whole team out at the front gate to welcome the fans. So you shake hands with the players as you're walking in. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just find uh, – otherwise just find a distraught young family that's not going to make it through the whole game. <laughs> Steal their tickets. <laughs> if you can have their tickets. Yeah. It's not a bad way to do it. Yeah. Anyway, the website's slbs.com. I'm sure, you know, as things move along, the bees will announce – post-game concerts and things like that, and we'll have an opportunity to chat about them Definitely. again on the on the podcast. So. And as the weather gets warmer, just going out there for a day game on a weekend or a Sunday evening, it's, oh, it's so fun. Yeah, it's, the, it's beautiful, yeah. The views, too. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a lot of major league stadiums, and Bees 
is right up there with any of those. Yeah, it it's an award-winning stadium, mm-hmm. and uh, it's ranked in the top. I think it's ranked in the top ten for yeah. best-looking professional ballparks, and that includes major leagues. Yeah, it, it's not large, uh, but you know, you sit. It's a very good-looking field, and then, but as you're sitting there. You're watching, you know, you look across the field and then you've got the tree line there from the south end of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the mountains. And yeah. if you're there in the evening, the sun sets behind you, oh, so it's gosh. not in your eyes and turns those mountains purple. And it's really cool. They really planned it, planned yeah. it well. I mean, even Denver's Rocky, Stadi- Rocky Stadium, they didn't plan it that well. <laughs> you can see just like a, a tiny amount of the mountains. And, are, and they, then, are they pretty far away too? Yeah, they're pretty far away in yeah. Denver. But yeah, you know, like if they would have angled it a different way, it would have much a much better view. It would have been better. But yeah, so go check out the bees. Support your local your local AAA team. Do it. They're great. And uh, well, thanks for so much for listening. And we hope that you enjoyed the episode. And get out there and enjoy your Utah.